0: Hello no Sleepy Spoons and welcome to Being Tired. I'm your host Steph Dillon and I'll be talking about all things chronic fatigue, invisible illness and self-care. Also with me is my backseat co-host Couscous the Rescue Cat who will no doubt chime in every now and again because he has separation anxiety and I truly can't get a moment's peace. So welcome! This week's episode is the return of the Queen, yours truly and arguably more importantly Long Covid. it's lovely to be back with you again i've been away for a really long time i took an extended break i i won't i won't spend too much time talking about this as it's always so boring when people explain their absences on social media and you're like i barely noticed so get over yourself um and stop apologizing and just entertain me so yeah but thanks for bearing with me Every single week I get an email update saying how many new listeners there are to the podcast and I'm flooded every week with guilt for not releasing new ones in a really long time. It's all, it's all very Alanis Morissette because I had a long period of ill health which triggered my fatigue, which stopped me from being able to record my podcast about fatigue. And then my house flooded. So yeah, I've relocated to the seaside. <laughs> you won't hear any seagulls in the background because A, I hate them. Pigeons are just much better, which I I don't want to argue about it. They're just better. And B, Cuscus is still right next to me. So new listeners be warned, there is a very chatty cat with lockdown separation anxiety, um, who occasionally chimes in very inconveniently. See, now would be a really wonderful time for him to say oh, hey hello but obviously silence <laughs> but yeah also I've um I've come out of the period of ill health recently um anyway to the podcast proper the lockdown part of the pandemic has really triggered something for me um I'm sure it has for a lot of you out there as well but as someone who has a chronic condition the lockdown I saw so I had a period of serious illness a few years ago and it was followed by a long period of recovery at home in which I emerged very slowly over a few years slowly learning to manage my health and my mental health and all of those needs whilst re-entering society only to then have society just crumble down around us and be forced back into my house for more social isolation so it's it's really weird to hear people talk about wow this like this is really crazy to be trapped in the house. And you're like, mm, mm, yes, <laughs> yes, I just got out. But yeah, I think it's for me, it's triggered a sense that my health is back where it was a few years ago, which isn't true. So I've had I've needed to work through that feeling. But yeah, but primarily today, I wanted to talk a little bit about long COVID as I I suspect that's why I've had a steady rise in listenership when I've been away for so long and have not been releasing uh, new episodes. So welcome if that's what brings you here. Um, I realised that for me the long period of bad health at the start of the year, uh, basically I've I've only now figured out what it was nine months later. I I initially wasn't sure if it was, uh, you'll all be very familiar with this constant sense of uh, what is going on what is happening (laughs) Um, but yeah I wasn't sure if it was migraines or a really huge ME CFS crash um, or long COVID after having had COVID last year right at the beginning of the pandemic um, me and my partner got it or if it was the the, just generally the extreme malaise and tiredness of pandemic depression and anxiety um, which is not to be sneered at that's pretty huge but after having had my first vaccine AstraZeneca. Thanks for asking. I knew then that it was what we call long COVID. The term long COVID really bothers me due, due to its just its initial inception. It just it, it ignored the thing that already exists that has been sneered at by the medical community at large for decades, which is post viral fatigue, which is often the trigger or very much linked to ME CFS. So for those of us already experiencing fatigue due to chronic conditions, COVID obviously poses the threat of a new dose of post-viral chronic fatigue. <laughs> so that's more than a little scary, but is definitely what happened to me. Um, I, w- I wanted to talk about it, really. I wanted to provide some anecdotal evidence, which uh, which is why my GP gave me the vaccine because of anecdotal stories she'd heard of, of people with fatigue, being helped by the vaccine um and yeah my fatigue actually lifted after it well my my that fatigue, my COVID-related <laughs> fatigue. So now I'm left with only my old, familiar, friendly, post fatigue, and of course, the migraines, um, and all of the fatigue that surrounds that. But yeah, but the post-viral COVID-related fatigue lifted really notably after the vaccine. Side effects wise, I had a really horrendous week after the, after the vaccine, which, which, it was really strange. It made me feel like my body had just been on high fighting mode for months and then the vaccine finally gave it something to attack other than my body and that seemed... calm it down. I don't know, there's absolutely zero science to this, (laughs) by the way, it's just just how it felt. But anyway, this is a quick episode, just to touch base with you all and apologise for my absence. I've also changed the intro because, as someone commented to me the other day, with lots of people now experiencing fatigue through long COVID, post-viral fatigue, there will probably be people seeking information desperately and... That was actually the whole reason I started this podcast as something that I wish I'd had when I first became unwell to pass on the personal experience um, in the form of very nice little tiny easily digestible podcasts for us all but generally the experience of the information and tips and coping mechanisms that I've learned after years and years of trawling the internet you know, looking at all the forums, trying to absorb all the various information, trying to glean anything (laughs) and trying all sorts of mad things, um, diets and what have you, and all of that personal experience really. For those of you with long COVID, I encourage you to engage first of all with the ME CFS community. Um, There's lots of information from places like uh, Action for me and things like that. I'll put I'll put some handy links on the podcast notes. <laughs> I'll put some handy links. Basically, you you can learn what information is already out there in terms of fatigue management, energy management, prevention as well, dealing with doctors, um, all of that sort of thing. It can be really really overwhelming. Um, when I first started experiencing fatigue. I found it so helpful to plug into that community and like, Oh my God, it's a thing. People are experiencing this. Yes. And then joined every possible Facebook group, every possible uh, Instagram account, blah, blah, blah. And then it eventually really wore me down. I found it really triggering and it was just, it was just a bit much. So, um, I, I, Plugged out, it's not a phrase, disengaged from from certain things that actually I'd initially found really helpful. But the information is out there and then you can you can plug into it. Plug in? What is this robot? I've been re-watching Battlestar Galactica recently, so I think I'm I'm in that headspace. Anyway the information that is already out there the thing that I desperately desperately want to highlight to anyone with long covid um please hear the the italics when I say long covid because I really don't like the phrase but the one thing that I really want to highlight to you folks is that you will be told by society at large and doctors to exercise I I was told to go for a run only days after a really big ovarian surgery, literally stitches still laced across my abdomen. I was advised to go for a run and I'm horrified to say that I did. Um, And I'm sure that that contributed to a hemorrhagic situation that caused my second surgery, but... But, yeah, the thing with exercise is that ingrained in our capitalist society is a toxic productivity mindset, which does not prioritize or recognize the necessity of rest. I've talked about this a bit before, and this is a larger problem within our culture. But specifically for health, it means that exercise is viewed as something that's only ever good. However, it's known by the ME community the chronic fatigue community, that ME patients have been harmed by exercise, directly harmed by it. So like so many people report that their ME came after pushing themselves to go to work, etc, after a viral illness. So you must rest um, and not exert yourself when suffering from post-viral fatigue. It feels totally counterintuitive because you know what can be better than a bit of fresh air like surely yeah go out for a come on get out of this stuffy room go out for a walk you know that's you really (laughs) it really feels intuitive but you really have to fight that urge to get better by exercise Um, and understand that generally yes a walk is always wonderful always but with fatigue specifically It can exacerbate your symptoms. It it simply can. You need to learn, we need to learn to embrace rest and to see that as restorative and valuable and as worthy of praise and showing off (laughs) as doing an aerobics class or going for a run or whatever, you know. Um, Plus, the outfits are just as cute as gym bunny outfits. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Seriously, one of these days I'm going to do an entire episode about the joys of lounge clothes because the outfits, they're cute you know <laughs> So it is lovely to be back. Uh, welcome to new listeners and hello again to old sleepy friends. <laughs> I'm going to be back on the socials as well. So please continue to drop me messages on there with queries and updates on how you're doing. I've lost touch with a fair few of you that um, I was having really interesting conversations with. Um, I really love chatting with you all. There's so many interesting discussions to be had. Uh, quite the opposite of when I first became ill and I felt like, oh, well, that's it. You know, if I talk about health stuff, uh, I'll be a, just really boring and a downer. And I felt like a, a bit of a social pariah. And like, I'd be dragging down my friends by talking about this stuff. But actually, it's about how we live life. Um, and it's it's so interesting. And friends of mine who, who don't have um, any kind of chronic condition, although they all say that they don't. But when I think about it, they do things like endo. But anyway, it, it, it's something you know, that we're all circling generally at the moment talking about with the pandemic and everything talking about self care and and working less and how we're spending our time and all of that sort of thing. But yeah, it's it's actually really interesting and full of life and camaraderie and talking about this stuff. Anyway, I ramble. So in terms of things to discuss when managing fatigue or a chronic or invisible illness, uh, next time next week, I'll be talking about dating. I'll actually be releasing more solo episodes in the upcoming weeks about traveling with fatigue, about managing compounding effects, about lounge clothes now, apparently, all sorts. Um, I did have, as I told you guys, I believe I had um, interview podcasts set up for earlier this year um, with some really, really amazing uh, women primarily who uh, have various conditions but also have various businesses that are set up around that some really cool stuff but yeah those interview podcasts are all postponed for the moment um hopefully i'll be able to do those early next year which will be an entire year later than planned but you know that's life and we no longer apologize for taking things at our own pace so yeah with that in mind have a lovely well-paced week um it's lovely to be back and come and say hello on the socials